going to continue down the road of 16 Statement of Fundamental Truths that the church uh, adheres to and believes in under the symbols of God. And so we are, tonight we are on, last week we did the scriptures are inspired. And so, uh, just for a quick recap, uh, we'll take a look at that. But you got to know, you got to know that the scriptures are inspired. Or else, and what, what do we, somebody, somebody give me some, uh, some things that we went over, why it was so important to know that the scriptures were inspired. Somebody that was here last week. What do we say? Gibson, you got notes? Right? Why is it important that this scripture is more inspired? Yeah, why is, why is that important that, that just some dude didn't come up and, which again, we covered a ton of this in our previous class. So it was God's word and, 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 and versus, because we were talking about God's word and man's word, yeah. Right, right. God, when all of these promises in this book, it's important that we know that they were made by God. Amen. Right? Because some dude make your promise, you don't know whether he has the power nor the authority for, to fulfill it. Right. But if God makes you a promise, then he has the power and the authority to fulfill what he said. Super important. Right? That this Bible that we trust in, that we know that it's inspired by God. You hear some people say, well, it's just a bunch of guys wrote that, uh, you know, depending on where you are. Uh, some folks say it's a white man's Bible, uh, whatever this, that, and the other. Uh, I don't care what color. I'm just glad I got the thing. Come on. Amen? <laughs> so uh, it's important that you know that God wrote this thing with no color in mind, with no economic class in mind. Uh, whosoever will, let him come. Hallelujah. All that call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen? Amen. And so, uh, and like I said, I'm black. And if it is a white man's Bible, I sure have been blessed by it. Being black, black being a black man, I've been blessed by the white man's Bible, if that's what it is, amen? So I know a whole bunch of black folks, too, that's been blessed by the white man's Bible, if that's what it is. I don't agree with that, right? Um, so we, one, uh, we read 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 10 through 17, and it talked about how, uh, matter of fact, let's read it. We started in verse 15, 2 Timothy 3, 15 through 17. It says, but you have carefully followed my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long-suffering, love, perseverance, persecutions, afflictions, which happened to me in Antioch and Iconium and Lystra, which, what persecutions I endured. Am I doing something wrong? Okay. What persecutions I endured, and out of them all the Lord delivered me. Yes, and all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. But evil men and impostors will grow worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But you must continue in the things which thou have learned and been assured of, knowing, that, knowing from whom you have learned them, and that from your childhood you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through the faith which is in Christ Jesus. All scripture, did it say some of them? All of them. Half of them. A few of them, right? All of them? All scripture is given by inspiration of God. Amen. All right? What, is that, what exactly does that mean? They're given by inspiration. Inspired. You ever heard somebody say, that, uh, have the term, and they say, I was inspired after I had this experience. Yeah. I was inspired. So it brought about an action. So God initiated 
right? The person to write exactly what they wrote. God initiated. It was God's will. God working through the person, right? Uh, if if uh, whatever you see in here, right? God initiated. God wanted us to have it. God wanted us to have this book to be able to, to live by it and trust in his promises. God wanted us to have it. It was inspired by God. It said all scriptures are uh, given by inspiration of God and they are profitable Hallelujah. for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped unto every good work. Um, I'm going to read one more. Matter of fact, I, since I didn't record it, I'm going to take my time, okay? Let me just on, in our recap. Let's look at 2 Timothy chapter 3. Uh, well, we're at 16 already. Go to 1 Thessalonians 2.13. This was, this was a great one. 1 Thessalonians 2.13. 1 Thessalonians 2.13. It's important that we understand that the scriptures were inspired by God, not just the opinion of some dude. I am reading on an NKJV right now. I'm going to read this one out of NKJV and then I'm going to go to AMPC. Both, I'm going to read both versions. Uh, 1 Thessalonians 2.13 says this, for, for this reason, we also thank God without ceasing because when you receive the word of God, which you heard from us. So he said they received the word of God from the dudes. They, these dudes said you heard it from us. God's representative spoke the word. You welcomed it not as the word of mere men. Even though men were saying it, speaking forth the word, the word, the, you know, the scripture, they welcomed it not as the word of mere men, but truly uh, is the word of God, Amen. which is effectually at work in you both, to, both who believe, exercising its superhuman power, I jumped over. I moved over. I'm sorry, guys. Let's jump, jump back up. I'm sorry. Let's go back over. First Thessalonians 2.13 NKG first, and then I jump back, jump back down. For this reason, we also thank God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of mere men, but as it is in truth, the word of God. So you, you, he said you treated it the right way, as it is in truth, the word of God, which also... Uh, which also effectively works in you who believe. Now, let's look at this Amplified Classic version of it. It says, and we also especially thank God continually for this, that when you received the message of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of mere men, but as it truly is the word of God, which is effectually at work in you who believe, exercising its superhuman power in those who adhere to and trust and rely on it. Right. So, again, they, they're uh, alluding to the difference between it being the word of God and word, word, word of men. Because it's the word of God, it has superhuman power. Mm -hmm. Right. If it's the word of men. Yeah. You know, and men write books. Men write self-help books. And, and a lot of them, they are. They're good and they're helpful, but they don't have superhuman power unless they're plagiarizing the scripture. Right, know what plagiarizing means? Mm -hmm. Meaning they're, 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 they're not giving God the credit for what they wrote down. You understand that? Unless it is now, if it's, if it's a God principle, it can come out of the mouth of a donkey. 
and still have the power. Right? But, God, but again, they're making a, making a difference. They're saying understanding that because it's God's word, there is a difference. You, it's important you receive it as the word of God and not just the word of mere men. Let's go to 2 Peter 1, 16 through 21. 2 Peter 1, 16 through 21. And you need, again, we're going over this because you need to know this. When you come across people in, in the same way, we did that whole long six-week class so that when you come across non-believers, right, when you come across non-believers or people from other faiths, then, you know, you will, you will know. Hey, listen, I can trust the Bible. I can trust the source to, to put the Bible together, how we got it, yeah. right? So now we're talking about uh, the Fellowship Cleveland as a, Church and as in our relationship with the assemblies of God, because you can also run into other believers now and they might they not believe what you believe. It's important that you know why you believe. Again, that's why we have Baptists. That's why we have Methodists. That's why we have Episcopalian. That's why even in, in, in uh, evangelicals, so many different circles, uh, Lutheran, uh, Presbyterian, because people's interpretation of scripture is different. So we're going to tell you this is what we believe in here. Amen? Amen. Second uh, Peter 1, 16 through 21. It says, For we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's a strong statement. Meaning, we, he's saying we didn't follow tricky words and, and, and tricky stories. This stuff we laying on y'all is the truth. Right. Uh, uh, we did not fo uh, follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But you were eyewitnesses of his majesty, for he received from God the father honor and glory. When such a voice came to him from uh, the excellent glory, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. And he heard when he heard his voice, he came from the voice came from heaven when we were with him. On the holy mountain, so that we have a prophetic word confirmed. I mean, and I'm in the New King James Version again. Have a prophetic word confirmed, which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning uh, star rises in your hearts. Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man. But holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. So this is the important part here. He says that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. You know, I, I told you before that you have some organizations that you, the way that you, uh, or they have a system in which you rise up in the ranks and certain things are kept secret until you get to a certain point. They keep certain things a secret from you until you get to a certain degree and we, we raise up your your level of access to information. And none of this stuff in here kept a secret. The only way it's kept secret is by the time you spend with God and your, your spiritual development. Amen. Right? He didn't write this. And, and now, we all understand the book of Revelation. You got a million books and different explanations and people shooting their best shot at it. I'm not a big-time scholar of Revelation. Uh, I just feel like when it's time for me, I'm going to do everything right. And then when it's time for me, I'm, I'm out. Right? <laughs> But you got so many people that wrote so many books, you know, that they understand Revelation. This, and of course, you can interpret some of it, but it's just it's a book that God 
has wrote in such a way to where, hey, at a certain time, I don't want you to know all this stuff until a certain time. But he didn't just put it for, okay, you can read this and you can understand and you can't. All right? So, so uh, certain things that he has in his own time and given us the ability to be able to understand by way of the Holy Spirit. Let's look at an Amplified Classic, verses 20 and 21 in the Amplified Classic version. It said, yet first you must understand this, that no prophecy of Scripture is a matter of any personal or private or special interpretation, loosening or solving. For no prophecy ever originated because some man willed it uh, to do so. It never came by human impulse. That's strong. Never came by human impulse. No human being can be responsible for these scriptures. Even though the person wrote them, the person said it, and somebody else wrote it down, God wanted it to be like that. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, but men spoke from God who were born along, moved and impelled by the Holy Spirit. Right? So, uh, any before we move on to this next piece, any questions about this? Comments? All right. Okay, now we're going to move on to the sec next section, uh, which is uh, entitled The One True God. The One True God. And it's important. Again, and we understand that we don't, we don't, we didn't just pick one, right? Or the other ones are imposters, right? They're, 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 they had a saying in the, uh, in the sports world uh, that, that, that's, that, uh, is, and I forgot, I forgot how it used to go, but it's something to the degree like this. Is your team a true contender or are they just pretenders, right? We, we serve a contender. He's not a pretender. He's the one true God, right? And then you say, well, what about this other person? They believe this, that, and the other. I, hey, man, we can, we, I can give you answers like everybody else can give you answers, but by the grace of God, we done made the connection with the real deal. Amen. Right? How can I know that my, my God is the one true God? And somebody come back and say, well, it says it in the Bible, right? Well, it does say it in the Bible. We're going to read some of the scriptures. Uh, but past that, uh, we, we, our faith in God is... Our belief in God is by faith. Amen. Amen. That's why we, we have the Holy Spirit. Right? The Holy Spirit bears witness that, he, that, we, that he's the real deal. Right? That's how important the Holy Spirit is. And, you know, but other people, you know, they say they, they, they fall on the ground, throw themselves in a frenzy, and, and, uh, and, and they say they got a spirit, and their eyes roll back in their head, and they start telling me stuff about what's going to happen in the future. Hey, man, the Bible says we talk about witchcraft, too, right? At a certain point, you got to believe. You got to have some faith. And God has no problem proving himself to you. That's right. If you come, ain't nothing wrong with coming to God and saying, listen, I, I need to know you're real. He, he'll come to you in such a way to where you know. Because we can tell you stuff till the cows come home. We can try to influence your brain. Uh, all of these kind of things give you classes on top of class. But at the end of the day. You got you to gotta know. You got to make that connection. You got to have that encounter. Amen? Amen. Amen. Uh, so uh, let's go to now. Let me, oh, well, let me go nowhere yet. Let me read and then we'll go to some scriptures. Matter of fact, I'm going to hand some scriptures out so I don't have to do all the reading. Baby, you do Deuteronomy 6 4. 
Mary, if you can do Isaiah 43, 10 and 11. Uh, and Gibson, do Matthew 28, 19. Uh, and Luke 3.22. Amen. The one true God has revealed himself as eternally self-existent. I am the creator of heaven and the earth, the redeemer of mankind. He has further revealed himself as embodying the principles uh, of relationship and association as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Let me read that again. The one true God has revealed himself as the eternally self-existent I am. Right? The eternally self-existent I am. The creator of heaven and the earth, the redeemer of mankind. He, is, he has further revealed himself as the embodying, as embodying the principles of relationship and association as Father, as Son, as Holy Spirit. Who's got to do Deuteronomy 6 4? Me. Okay, go ahead. Hear, O Lord, excuse me, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, the only Lord. Okay. Isaiah 43 10 and 11. You are my witnesses, declares the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, so that you may know and believe me. And understand that I am he. Before me no God was formed, nor will there be one after me. I, even I, am the Lord, and apart from me there is no Savior. You don't get no more plain than that one. Yep. Right? Uh, Matthew twenty-eight, nineteen. Gibson. Luke 8, 32. And the Holy Spirit. 322. Right, all yeah. three of them, the, the association, all three of the expressions are there, right? Yes. Father, the Holy Spirit, and the Son, all three of them in this spot. The, uh, this section is entitled The Adorable Godhead. Uh, a, uh, section 8 terms defined. The terms Trinity and persons are related to the Godhead, while not found in the scriptures, are words in harmony with the scripture, whereby we may convey to others our immediate understanding of the doctrine of Christ, respecting and being of God as distinguished from, uh, from God's many and Lord's many. We therefore may speak with the proprietary uh, proprietary propriety of the Lord our God who is one Lord as a trinity or as being of three persons and still be absolutely scriptural examples let's look at Matthew 28 19 to uh, Lori okay. 2nd Corinthians 13 14 Mary John 4, 14 16 and 17 Gibson uh, yeah, uh, what did I say? Yeah, Second uh, Corinthians 13, uh, verse 14. And when y'all get out there, let me read over this again. The terms Trinity and persons are related to the Godhead. That's all of these Trinity and Godhead things, right? 
Um, I'm sure they're going to, if they don't do a good job, then I'll, then I'll never, the Lord will give me a better job. Right? The terms Trinity, Trinity, uh, terms Trinity and persons as related to the Godhead, while not found in the scriptures, are words in harmony with the scripture, whereby we may convey to others our immediate understanding of the doctrine of Christ, respecting and being of God as distinguished from God's many and Lord's many. We therefore may speak with propriety of the Lord our God, who is one Lord as a trinity or as one being of three persons and still uh, be absolutely scripture. Okay. Trinity, a lot of, some people have a problem with this, some people don't. You shouldn't really have a problem with it. It's a mere description of the, the aspects from what we, the way we see God in, in the scripture. If, it was, if God did not present himself like that in the scripture, it's a problem. It's a description of how we see God in the scripture. Amen. If, if, he, if he never showed up as the father, uh, Jesus, because Jesus said, I and the father are one. I'm probably, probably getting ahead of myself, right? Uh, if, he never, if, if we wouldn't have just read this about the father, the son, and the Holy Spirit, if he wouldn't have made the statements about the Holy Spirit and the way that he did throughout the scripture, then we would have a problem. But it's a mere description. It's not a doctrine of itself. It's a description of how God rolls. Now, me, I'm from <clears throat> Alpha Aldean Mill Rock. <laughs> I, I couldn't think of this whole situation. I couldn't think this up. How God is going to be so cold that he, I'm going I'm to be one God in three persons. That's, that's beyond my mental capacity. Right? But I'm one I don't really need the explanation. Right? That's how he rolled. Same God. Right? And it's, right, it's really not that difficult if you think about it. But it may be too deep for the class. Right? Because it's the same spirit, same blood, different expressions. Right? This is how he chose to do it. He could have he said that our salvation, that we get saved by, you know, whoever, if you can complete five jumping jacks, <laughs> then you're saved. Right? Well, you know, it may make it difficult for some people. But he has his ways. There's a lot of things that God has set up the way he's going to, you know, the way he's going to do things. Maybe if I was God, I would do it different. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's the way he did it. Yeah. All right? So here's one God, three persons. Let's read the scriptures and see if we can, we can take it further that way. Who got the first one? Did you say Matthew 28? 19. 19. Go then and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay. Mary. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Okay. Love. You go next, Gibson. Uh, John 14, 16 to 17. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads us into all truth. The world at large cannot receive him because it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. But you do because he lives in you, with you now, and later will be in you. Amen. Amen. Okay, I'm sure we're going to have some conversation about this after we get done. 
B, distinction and relationship in the Godhead. Christ taught a distinction of persons in the Godhead, which he expressed in specific terms. <sighs> uh, sometimes I don't like words that people use. This, this Godhead title can throw you off a little bit. Everybody good, though? Understand this is just a description? Everybody understand that? Amen. Yes or no? Yes. Yeah, okay, so it's not a new doctrine. It's just a description. Talking about the three. Right? Three expressions. Uh, Christ taught in a distinction of persons in the Godhead, which he expressed in specific terms of relationship. Christ taught uh, as the relationship as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But that this distinction and relationship as to its mode, <clears throat> as to its mode is in I'm a glass, inscrutable. Somebody look that word up. Oh, I don't even know what that means. What does that mean? Yeah, look that up. Inscrutable. Look that up. <clears throat> they throw in these big words. We're going to understand it. We need to understand it. I don't know what inscrutable is. Let's watch it be something simple. They could have just said something simple. It's impossible to understand or interpret. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous, man. What did you say that again? Impossible to understand what? All right, let's, look, we're going to plug that in here. Inscrutable. Yeah, it's inscrutable. Everybody say inscrutable. inscrutable. You learned inscrutable tonight. Stephen A. Stephen A. Smith. Inscrutable, right? Uh, <laughs> okay, so Christ taught a distinction of persons in the Godhead, which he expressed in specific uh, terms of relationship as Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, but that is a distinction and relationship as to its mode is Hard to be understood and incomprehensible because, uh, because explained. Uh, Luke 1, 35. Let's look at that. Luke 1, 35. Same, my same reading. Y'all going to do it with me tonight. Luke 1, 35. 1 Corinthians 1, 24. Russ, you got that for? Yes, sir. Uh, Matthew 11, 25 through 27. And twenty what you Gibson, you Matthew eleven, twenty-five through twenty-seven. Uh, Pam, you are Matthew twenty-eight, nineteen. Okay. Yes, we're gonna do it again. And second Corinthians thirteen fourteen. I need a second Corinthians thirteen fourteen. Second Corinthians thirteen fourteen, Ryan in the back. We're gonna if these some of these ones that are redundant, it's gonna be our last time looking at these. 1 John 1, 3, and 4. Who you got? Who got me? Okay. 1 John 1, 3, and 4. All right. Sound off, soldiers. Luke 1, 35. Then the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you like a shining cloud. And so the holy, pure, sinless thing, offspring, which shall be born of you will be called the Son of God. Okay. Right ahead at one more time. Then the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you like a shining cloud. And so the holy, pure, sinless thing or offspring 
which shall be born of you will be called the Son of God. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he gave you one? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. First Corinthians one twenty four. Okay, 1 Corinthians one twenty four. But to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Okay, one more time. But to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Okay, Gibbs. Uh, Matthew 11, 25, 27. Then Jesus prayed this prayer. O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, thank you for hiding the truth from those who think themselves so wise and clever and for revealing it to the childlike. Yes, Father, it pleased you to do it this way. My Father has given me authority over everything. No one really knows the Son except the Father, and no one really knows the Father except the Son and those to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Okay, Tama. 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 Maybe some of y'all already going, getting this way, and you say, Pastor, that's basic. Maybe so. When, the, when uh, God got ready to go to free the children of Israel, and then uh, Moses asked me, say, well, what, you know, what's your name? He said, I am. Tell him that I am. And you know, a lot of times we'll say, well, I am whatever you need me to be. Mm -hmm. Well, in this case, with the Trinity, we see exactly that happen. Hallelujah. Right? So we understand that, that, when, that he needs, in order to live on the inside of us, that's a spiritual indwelling. So he becomes that peace to us. Everybody follow me? Uh, we, he, needed to, he needed a son that will come to earth to meet the, the requirements that he set forth in order to save, to be the perfect sacrifice, it had to be a physical being, mm -hmm. also a spiritual being, no. So he sent his son to be a, a human being, fully God, fully man. Whatever is needed in the process, these, these three, they become that process. And you have the father, again, who plays the role of the father, who is the leader, who it, it, it would seem that sits Everything in motion, but everybody else is still as much God as he is. Mm -hmm. Amen. So he said, to, in order to relate to us, he split himself in three persons. Right? I'm going to send my son to come and die on the cross to be the perfect sacrifice. But in order that I can be connected to you in a way uh, that no other person is connected, I'm going to send my spirit to live on the inside of you. Right? That was just awesome to me. I don't know if you're Amen. 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 Go ahead. Uh, next. Matthew 28 and 19. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Ryan. Yes. 2 Corinthians 13, 14. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Read that one more time. Yeah, that's good. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God Amen. The yeah. fellowship and all. I, I tell you what, the, the one thing that, and, and I, I, we happened, I happened to read that one like a week ago, and it hit me because of exactly what you just said. He puts himself to work 
he needs to be for us. And, and we, we, we sometimes, I don't want to word this the wrong way, but we sometimes uh, don't see the Holy Spirit for, for, for how awesome he is in that part because he is the one who fellowships with us, as it says right there, daily. Mm-hmm. He's the one who gives us that power and that word that comes from the Father. He's the one who fellowships with. And to me, that's just, it was, when I read that, and I got chills because I thought, man, that is so awesome that he did that for us so that he could daily fellowship and be with us there every day. That's, that's, that's awesome. Uh, I guess the part that really got me is that, you know, how does somebody, what, what kind of being says that I care about y'all so much, I'm going to split myself into three aspects to relate to you. I care about you so much, I'm going to split myself into three aspects to relate to you. That's how much I love you. So to fill every gap that you've got, every void. Yeah, that's good. That you've got to be able to communicate with you, to be able to, everything that you need. Man, we we need Father big time. Yes. Father is the one with all the wisdom and direction. Right? We need that. Right, and so he, he, but he gets that the Father gets that to us by the Holy Spirit, and we receive it just like kids do. We we try to get a kid's wisdom, and the kids don't receive it at the level they're ready to receive. You can sit down, you can have a long discussion with them, and you think they got the world conquered after you gave them the game, but then they get up from it, and they only gonna function at whatever level that they receive it from. Ain't that like the Holy Ghost? God says God can come to you and minister to you, and he can, you know, while you reading the Word. In your prayer time, but you only gonna operate it to the degree that you're willing to receive it. It's the same with our kids, right? He's, he's, he's. We listen. I want you to ask. I want to ask this question. Is this a dangerous question? Maybe so. But we gonna ask it because we're trying to understand. What happens if you remove the influence of the Father and just leave it to you? Is Jesus enough by himself? Holy Ghost, yes. But that fatherly, we need that. That Father says, "Don't, don't do nothing stupid." With us. Don't you act. Don't you act up. The father is the correction piece. He's the, he's, the, he's, the, he's the one who we understand that set the rules, make the rules, and I'm going to shut you down. Jesus came to help you slackers. The ones who are messing up. Right? I'm going to come be that sacrifice. I'm going to let y'all back in. Dad sent me to help y'all. Dad sent me. Ain't that, ain't that like little brother type scenario? Daddy sent me. Ain't that why? So he messed up again? Go get, go get that point. <laughs> we need that fatherly type thing. That's how fathers relate, right? Go get them. And so you understand, because we don't really think that we get in trouble with Jesus. Do you get the vibe you get in trouble with Jesus? I don't get the vibe I get in trouble with Jesus. I just get the vibe that Jesus, I understand 100% respect. He's awesomeness to the most awesomeness exponential degree. But he's always going to help her. I believe I get in trouble with the Father. I believe he's the disciplinarian. Hey, listen. And Jesus stand. What the Bible said, he, he makes an exception. He'd be in between. Dad, I know you want to get him. I know they can mess it up, but I'm, I'm working with him. I got him. I'm working with him. That makes sense? Yes. You, so listen, we, we need every aspect. We need every aspect. We need to, we need to, that, you know, we read that Old Testament about that, that father. You know, and, uh, and he shut this down, he did that. We need to know he's able to shut you down. Yeah. Don't we need to know that? Yes. But we also need to know with Jesus that he's standing in the middle. Dad, I'm, I'm working with him. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get him right. 
I'm gonna get it right. Give me, give me another shot. Huh. Yeah, uh, yeah, Dad, they, they messed up bad. I know you say what you are a man, so if that shall you read, they gonna have to do about 25 years. Yep. But I'm gonna go with them. Yep. Me and the Holy Ghost gonna go with them. And I, and I know you, you said you work everything to the good of those who love and call and purpose, so we're going to just switch that ministry to a prison ministry. And the Holy Ghost is going to anoint them, and those guys in there need you just as much as people do out here, so we go, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the penitentiary. Right? So that's that role kind of we see Jesus, you know, subconsciously. We feel like that's what Jesus do. Holy Spirit is that connection that, that just gets you the information you need to know when you can't just know it and help you understand. So we need every aspect of him. Yeah. We need them all. And it's, to me, it's just incredible that, man, man, have anybody thought about this like this, spent time thinking about this like this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. But when you, when, you, when you see it, like, man, he went to all this trouble to, re- yeah. to relate to us. Yeah. That's a lot of trouble. Yeah. I'm going to send my, I'm going to go down there in the, in the flesh and be crucified, let them lie on me and say I'm not who I am, right, and go through all this torture. Right? To get them this Holy Spirit. They're going to receive the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit going to walk with them. He's going to teach them every time they read, when they interact with each other. That's how they're going to know when they come up on. Another brother, you can know the same Spirit. You know, so funny. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Thank what you, we pick Lord. up at? Who's that? Thank you, Lord. First John. Yeah. Three and four. We proclaim to you what we have seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us. And our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. We write this to make our joy complete. Amen. Amen. So this section B is is talking about a distinction. A distinction in the relationship and the Godhead. Uh, let's, let's read the next one. I didn't need a cooperation Godhead. And then we're going to, we'll have a discussion. We'll be finished with this time. Uh, C says, Accordingly, therefore, there is that in the Father which constitutes him the Father and not the Son. Look at that. Boom. Accordingly, there, uh, therefore, there is that in the Father which constitutes him, at, uh, him the Father and not the Son. So it said, he got attributes that make him the Father and not the Son. That's just what we were talking about, right? Uh, there is that in the Son which constitutes him the Son and not the Father. Yes. Um, And there is that in the Holy Spirit which constitutes him the Holy Spirit and not either the Father or the Son. Wherefore wherefore the, uh, the Father is the begetter and the Son is the begotten and the Holy Spirit is the one uh, preceding from the Father and the Son. Therefore, proceeding from the Father and the Son, not preceding, proceeding from the Father and the Son. Therefore, because these three persons in the Godhead are in a state of unity, there is but one Lord God Almighty, and his name is one. So th- he's, he's unified. Now, I'm going to be straight with y'all. I didn't read this stuff ahead of time. So they just explained what we just went over. I didn't read this and come and manufacture it to where, look at what we just discovered. I actually read it before we came in. No. The Holy Spirit helped us 
we discovered these attributes before we even read that paragraph. And what do we say? That the Father, it said that the Father displays attributes that, that makes him not the Son. The Son displays attributes different from the Father. And the Holy Spirit different from the, both of them. Yes. Amen. That's good stuff. So that was easy when we keep going. We'll worry about the scripture on that one. Uh, D. Identity and cooperation in the Godhead. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are never uh, uh, identical as to person, nor confused as to relation, nor divided in respect to the Godhead, nor opposed as to cooperation. So there's no division. The Son is in the Father, and the Father is in the Son as to relationship. The Son is with the Father, and the Father is with the Son as to <coughs> fellowship. The Father is not from the Son, but the Son is from the Father as to authority. Amen. The Holy Spirit is from the Father, and the Son preceding as to nature, relationship, cooperation, and authority. Hence, no person in the Godhead either exists or works separately or independently from the others. Amen. So let's read these. We got John 5, 17 through 30. And John, uh, yeah, John 5, 17 through 30. And then verse 32 and verse 37. Oh, hold on, hold on. That's chapter 32. So uh, John 5, 17 through 30. You want to read it? Oh, thank you. Thank you. you got Appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. Girlfriend, you're doing the coughing over there too, ain't you? Thank you. All right. Thank you, AJ. John 5, 17. But Jesus answered them, My father has worked even until now. He has never ceased working. He is still working. And I, too, must be at divine work. 18. This made the Jews more determined than ever to kill him. To do away with him because he's not only because he not only was breaking weakening and violating the sabbath but he actually was speaking of god as being in a special sense his own father making himself equal putting himself on the level with god 19 so jesus answered them by saying i assure you most solemnly i tell you the son is able to do nothing of himself of his own accord, but he is able to do only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does is what the Son does in the same way in his turn. 20. The Father dearly loves the Son and discloses to show him everything that he himself does. And he will disclose to him, let him see greater things yet than these, so that you may marvel and be full of wonder and astonishment. 21. Just as the Father raised up the dead and gave them life, makes them live on, even so the Son also gives life to whomever he will and is pleased to give it. 22. Even the Father judges no one, for he has given all judgment, the last judgment of the last judgment and the whole business of judging entirely into the hands of the Son. So that all men may give honor, reverence, and homage to the Son, just as they give honor to the Father. In fact, whoever does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who has sent him. 24. 
Come out. You see how they, how you see this scripture uh, describing this relationship uh-huh. and how they function and how they roll together. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, 24. 24. I assure you, most solemnly I tell you, the person whose ears are open to my word, who listens to my message, and believes and trusts and clings to and relies on him who sent me has uh, has and possesses now eternal life. And he does not come into judgment, does not incur sentence of judgment, will not come under condemnation, but he has already passed over out of death into life. 25. Believe me when I assure you, most solemnly I tell you, the time is coming and is here now when the dead shall hear the, verse, the voice of the Son of God hmm. and those who hear it shall live. 26. For even as the Father has life in himself and is self-existent, so he has given to the Son to have life in himself and be self-existent. 27. And he has given him authority and granted him power to execute, exercise, and practice judgment because he is a son of man, very man. 28. Do not be surprised and wonder at this, for the time is coming when all those who are in the tombs shall hear his voice. 29. And they shall come out, those who have practiced doing good, will come out to the resurrection of new life, and those who have done evil will be raised for judgment raised to meet their sentence. 30, I am able to do nothing from myself independently of my own accord, but only as I am taught by God and as I get his orders, even as I hear, I judge. I decide as I am bidden to decide as the voice comes to me, so I, have, so I give a decision. And my judgment is right, just, and righteous. Because I do not seek or consult my own will, I will have, I have no desire to do what is pleasing to myself, my own aim, my own purpose, but only the will and the pleasure of the Father who sent me. Verse 32 and verse 37. Verse 32. There is another who testifies concerning me, and I know and I'm certain that his evidence on my behalf is true and valid. Verse 37, and the father who sent me has himself testified concerning me. Not one of you has ever given ear to his voice or seen his form, his face, what he is like. You have always been deaf to his voice and blind to him, to the vision of him. Okay, and the last two are John 8, 17 and 18. John 8, 17 and 18. I'm going to do it real quick. Um, New King James Version I'm reading from. It is also written in your it is also written in your law that the testimony of two men is true. I am one who bears witness of myself and the father who sent me bears witness of me. Amen. I think we're going to that's a good stopping place for us tonight. Uh, Go ahead. John 16, 15 is one of my favorites. 
And this is out of the NIV. Jesus says, all that belongs to the Father is mine. Mm-hmm. That, that, that is why I said the Spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. Amen. Hallelujah. I love that. Awesome. Let's go ahead. We only got one more in this uh, section two, and then we're going to be on three. So let's go ahead and get down. The title, The Lord Jesus Christ. All right, somebody look up this word, appellation. A-P-P-E-L-L-A-T-I-O-N. It's going to be something else they could have said something simple about. Anybody getting something out of this tonight? Yeah, amen. This is really good. I'm sure, I'm, now I'm super glad we did this. Because there's an annoying in our group to simplify, and I think everybody's getting good understanding. We need that. Appellation. Appellation. A-P-P-E-L-I-T-I-O-N. A name or title. A P P E L A T I O N. So a name or title? Yeah, that's what. That's the. Why didn't they just say that? Watch this. Watch this. The appellation, the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> why, didn't, why didn't they just say the name or title? It says the action of giving a name to a person or a thing. <laughs> my, my appellation is. is, is, is Dr. Rivers. Appellation is Terrence Levi. It's my appellation. Pastor Levi, Appalachian. Come on, man. You're ridiculous, man. man. All right, here we go. Now we know. (laughs) The title, the Lord Jesus Christ, is a proper name. It uh, it is never applied to New Testament. Never it is is never applied in the New Testament either to the Father or the Holy Spirit. It therefore belongs exclusively mm. to the Son of God. That's awesome. All right. Good. So let's let's go over what what stood out to y'all. Somebody tell me something that stood out to them over what we talked about tonight. Once again, the biggest one for me was that the fellowship that we get from and, and, and from from what I mentioned in this, like I said, the sixteen fifty. It, it, it's still the order. Jesus said, "Everything I got, I got from the Father." Mm-hmm. And what I got, I'm going to send the Spirit to give to you. Amen. So it's that, that, that chain of command that goes down, and each of them are still equal in the love and power that they have for you, but there's still that order. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Right. Yeah. Right. When he spoke to the disciples, he told them, I must go so that the Spirit can come. Yeah. Again. Oh, sorry. When he spoke to the disciples, he said, I must go so the Holy Spirit can come. Again making the de- definition of what he was going to be to us once he, the flesh part of him, was gone. Okay, boom, watch this. Good point. Why, why, did, why did he have to send the Holy Spirit in his place uh, to do the Holy Spirit? Why did Jesus just couldn't get it? Couldn't get it. Somebody up hmm. Not a trick question. Very easy answer. Because he couldn't be in all of us. Yeah. Because he couldn't be in all of us. Right? Couldn't be everywhere at one time like that. Had to break himself into so let us say that the way that he could be in all of us at one time was to, was to break himself right. into the Holy Spirit. That's not strange. Yeah. So when he was with the disciples, he, he said this in First uh, Corinthians, I think it's chapter thirteen. Uh, let's go back. He said something to the degree of. They were, he was talking to them about how he had to go 
And he's saying right now, I'm with you, but I shall be, I shall be in you. Mm-hmm. Right? Sure. Look, find the scripture so we can give it to him. But so, so that's the difference. When he, when he walked with the disciples, when he was with the 12 and the, and the way the disciples grew, he was, he was, he was with them in person. Yeah. Right? But, but he was not going to be able to do it with everybody like that. It, the Holy Spirit had to come. That's why he said, he said, you know, for them not to be upset about him saying how he had to go through this process because he said the Holy Spirit was going to come after that. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit will be able to be in them everywhere they go, no matter where they, where they are. Jesus Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. We're still here carrying on the work because of the indwelling of the Spirit. Sure. Right? Yeah. The Holy Spirit is important in that way. It, now, Jesus, again, he was, we, we read the story of where Jesus was and where he went. There's not even a, a, an account that I can remember talking about Jesus being translated from one place to the other place like it did with Philip. Right? It talks about Philip, you know, the eunuch, came to his never. Philip was gone. That's not even a come like that with Jesus involved. Hmm. So Jesus was there present with them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And he said, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be present with y'all like this. Yeah. Right? He said, I'm, I'm going to go back to the Father, but he's going to send the Holy Spirit. A comforter, a guide. That's the role that the Holy Spirit played. And that's why it was important for Jesus to go. And God, again, God could have done it another way. He could have made it. Jesus split himself into 15, uh, I have many people on earth wanting to go with everybody. But in essence, I guess that's what he did. Yeah. Right with the Holy Ghost. Yeah, absolutely. When he, when he was on the cross, he was the only one who could do what needed to be done on the cross. This is why when it was over, he said, it is done. And he let the Spirit go because this is what we received from him. Christ did what only he could do. And that was it. That was his purpose. And he fulfilled that purpose there and then. That's how he was able to give us the spirit after that. Look at this too. Again, uh, we always talk about sowing and reaping here. Sowing and reaping is a law. God gave one son. Mm-hmm. And he might give me. Yes, sir. Amen. Right? So we understand that Jesus was anointed. He was the anointed one. The Holy Spirit was on him. And he did everything he, he did by that power that God gave to him. Right? But when, when, he, when, he, uh, when he died, that was a seed song. Right? And that Holy Spirit release was the harvest on the seed of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. That was everybody. God gave one son that he might uh, gain me. Anybody else have any comments? I want to hear from y'all. Even if it's something simple again. Listen, every time you read your Bible or you have some kind of discussion, you might not come out there with no earth shadow revelation. That's not God's intention. God wants to speak to you yes. and get something to you. It don't have to be gigantic. Right? Because uh, is this the last time you're going to fellowship with God? No. No, it's not. So he don't have to get it all to you in one day. So don't, don't think that it's too small. I used to, I used to pray that whenever I vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And I was in my garage, one of my eyes out. I used to pray it's a bad word. You know, I know you're mad. Right? Mad father, yeah, I know you're mad. But please don't take your Holy Spirit away Please don't take your presence away And then now what you're saying, it gives it like, because I used to think like,
Yeah, um, exactly with what he just said, um, this John 16, 7 in the Amplified Classic Version. It says, however, I'm telling you nothing but the truth. What I say, it is profitable, good, expedient, and advantageous for you that I go away. Because if I do not go away, the comforter, which is the counselor, the helper, the advocate, the intercessor, the strengthener, the standby, will not come to you into close fellowship with you. But if I go away, I will send him to you to be in close fellowship with you. Amen. 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 Pastor, what's that? What scripture? Um, it's uh, John, John 16, 16 17. Well, she read Amplified Classic Version. Yeah. Anybody else? Something so uh, big out in the back and then big out mama. Left. 
If they are in heaven, Jesus at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. Why is he making intercession for us? Because we're the ones down here doing the work. Yeah. We're the ones down here trying to work it out. Yeah. Trying to work our, our own salvation out, work ourselves out, and get people saved and take care of folks. We are the ones doing the work. They gave us the Holy Spirit to do the work. We have Jesus as the advocate with the Father. But this is where the other Bible says, this is where they're at. They're not, they're not here right now. They are here with us by way of the Holy Spirit, but they they have their position that they're upholding. So they're, and I probably say, people change on the cross like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess like Jesus probably do like that, but the Father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good, that's good. <laughs> You know what I mean? But we need that. Don't we need that? Yes, sir. We need that. Yes, we all act crazy. Yeah. We need that. So the Father's being the Father. Caring, loving, powerful. Put the glasses down. Caring, loving, but powerful. Authority. 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 You don't even have to speak that way. No. Just look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. And Jesus already knows what's happening. And he's like, Jesus, what Jesus do? Jesus shoot it down. Yeah. Right? Whatever's not, whatever ain't written in here, right? But what's written in here is going to co-sign for what the Holy Ghost tell you. Because it's all unified. You know, the Holy Ghost is not going to tell you something that ain't, ain't written in there. It's not going to go against that. Right? right? right. And he goes, you know, they got this communication. They haven't talked to each other. But we got to see our, our role. We got to see that they're not here. So if the, if the work of the Lord is going to happen, who's going to do that? Come on. So we're going to keep waiting on one of them. They're not, they're not showing up yet. Can you see? Look around them again. Amen. There's nobody else. Right. Amen. But us. Ain't nobody else got to do the work but us. They, they do what they do. He came here, did his, did what he, he sent him here to do his thing. Look here. In the beginning, God set this thing up. I'm, I'm gonna make. I'm gonna set this up for y'all, for mankind. Started creating, put the garden together, did all this work, all this stuff, and then he formed the man, breathed in the man. Man, come alive, right? Gave the man a shot. Man didn't do that good, <laughs> right? Man blew it. So then he said, "Son, man blew it bad. I knew he was gonna blow it bad, but I need man to know they gonna blow it bad without me." So now he shows down there and, and fixes what man messed up. So Jesus came through, talking to picking people. Oh, oh Peter cutting everybody, and just having experience with, with human beings and, and give us a record of God with people. You know, uh, Dalton Thomas, everybody, everything else going on. People not respecting his authority. Jesus came and was the perfect sacrifice. Yep. Shed the blood, crucified, go through the whole thing, and then he ascended and went back. Right? So they took it, they did their thing. Man, this is putting a lot of pressure on y'all. Right? The more I keep talking, it's putting pressure on y'all. Because it keeps driving the point on how they did their thing. It's time you do your thing. Come right. on, come, come on. on. Yes. They did, Brian, you know what I'm saying? Can you see that? They did their part. And they're still doing their part. But as far as the day-to-day -day operations on planet Earth. Yes, sir. That's us. Yes. That makes sense, Ezra? Yes, sir. That's us. And so if we don't do it, do we just keep hoping and wishing? That, that's stupid. Keep hoping and wishing they're going to come back. Jesus is going to tell everybody about himself. We don't have to do it. 
The father's gonna come down. They're gonna make this delegate gonna run it back one more game. Now they're not gonna do that. He's not gonna come to this time to wrap the thing up. Okay. But but we all of us in here, I'm people never I never got this. I wish y'all, I wish y'all could see. Look at each other, everybody stand up and look around the room. Look at all these Holy Spirit Packers in the room. They not listen, they're not coming back to do your job. Do Can you get that? They're not coming back to do your job. Yeah. You got to do your job. They left you the Holy Ghost so you can do your part. Yeah. The same power, the same thing that he, by which he did his work and they did their part. He said, I'm going to give it to y'all. I'm going to listen, PB. I'm going to invest it in you. Come on, brother. Hmm. I'm not just giving, I'm making an investment. So then do we think that we're not supposed to do nothing with the investment? Are we open? All everybody in this room. God is looking at you and that's your part. That's right. Hmm. You're gonna bury that, you're gonna invest it. You're gonna bury your invest. I never seen it so clear. From from a dude with the ice cream shirt. Look at that. Yeah, come on back. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Come back up. Come back up. You guys sit down. That's good. And why would you have to do our part, though? We're messed up. All right. Boys in the hood, we messed up, right? Yes, sir. On the day. Mark, we messed up, ain't it? Russell. That's right. We messed up. We some pounds, dude. Fasting. Never said nothing different. There are some messed up people. That's right. If I go around here and I ask every single one of us, every, Ezra, oh, my man, come on, <laughs> Ezra, my man, yeah? Wow. Mark, this guy pulled a pistol on me to shoot me with it four years ago, and I love that dude. That's my brother right there. That's right. Because of what God has done. Y'all, when I say we're messed up, we're messed up. Yeah. And that's why. God look down on us. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank, thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank God that he didn't just look down on us and say, whoo, my people are messed up. Yeah. And do it again. Mm. Send the flood and just wash us all out. Yeah, that's right? right. Thank God that he sent his son Jesus. Right? Right. So then God the Father, go stand on, on the step over there, Father. <laughs> yeah. And you go back over there, so. Don't put my glasses on? Nah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you look like that. You look mean up already. Well, not that God is mean. But he's authoritative, right? He's authoritative. He's authoritative. Yeah. So then God looks down and he's like, man, man, you don't have a land. There's nothing you can, you just messed up, man. Wow. You're going to run out of sheep. Lambs, bulls, you can't cut, you can't slice enough throats, you can't bring enough sacrifices Come on. to clean your mess up. Come right. on. You messed up. Yeah. But think about this for a second on how 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 much God has our back. He says, Man, I got your back so much. I love you so much that I'm gonna send one, I'm gonna send one last sacrifice. Woo, Jesus. That does. I feel the Holy Spirit right now. He says, I'm gonna send one last sacrifice. I'm going to come down and experience what you experience, but I'm going to get through it without falling into the temptation I thought. Hmm. But 
He said it, but not the intercessor. Mm. All right? So God the Father has sent His Son Jesus to us messed up folks. And the Bible says in Hebrews 4.1, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has ascended into heaven, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firm to the faith we profess, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to empathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as you and I have, but yet did not sin. Let us then approach, because watch this, how can we approach? We can't approach God. We, can't, not, we cannot approach the throne of grace. We cannot approach God in our messed up situation. No, sir. We better first get right with God, then we, then the, listen, because then you can do this, y'all. People can look at the man pistol packed in his room, full of tattoos. Man, sit your butt down, dude. You can't come to God like that. Shoot, why not? Hmm. He's got the Holy Spirit. Because he accepted Jesus Christ's son. And because he's done that, the Bible says, let us then approach the throne of grace boldly, with confidence. As messed as I was, I can walk around, I can hold my head up high now. Yeah. Prideful then? No, no, no. Prideful in my dad. Yeah. Full of the Holy Spirit. Because of what he's done. Because I was so messed up and so jacked up. Alcoholic, cocaine addict, drug dealing, stealing, thief, etc., etc., etc. Ooh, but thank you, God, that I didn't get what I deserved and died in my mess. Amen. Right? Because he sent his son Jesus. And because he sent his son Jesus, and I have accepted the invitation, I can walk boldly, boldly to the, to the throne of grace. The Bible says that he, that he intercedes for us. That he intercedes for us. Watch this. The word intercede comes from the Latin root word enter, meaning between, and cedar, meaning to go. Acting as go between. <laughs> exactly what Jesus is doing for us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He goes between because he stands there interceding for us. You see, nobody in this room can say, well, Jesus doesn't know my pain. Well, Jesus doesn't know what it's like to be in my shoes. Well, Jesus has never, because he is God, because he's the son of God, it's God of the flesh. Well, he's never. Watch this. Isaiah 53, 3, it says, He was despised and rejected by mankind, speaking about Jesus, a man of suffering and familiar with great pain. Mm -hmm. Jesus knows exactly what everyone in the this room has experienced. Amen. So when the enemy of our soul, because believe it or not, the devil goes up into the throne. Come on now. It says on two occasions, it says a multiple, it says that he's come, well, he's speaking to God and says, where are you coming from? He says, from home and earth. <laughs> so he's going talking to God. Oh man, did you see Ezra? Did you see Lester? But we have an intercessor. Who, what does he do? Goes between. The, the accuser of the brethren. That's what the Bible calls the devil. He's the accuser. He's your accuser. He's the father of all lies. 
He wants to destroy you. And so he goes to God and he talks a bunch of stuff about you. But we have an advocate. We have Jesus, the intercessor, who goes between and says, no, 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 no. Dad, listen, listen, hold up. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yep. Remember? Remember? My hands, remember what I did? Remember the blood? No, no, no. No, I know Amelia's pain. I've experienced it. No, no, I know, I know Brian's pain. No, 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 listen. He's a liar and a thief. He goes between the liar. He goes between. And so, how, man, that sounds cool to have that kind of backup, right? That power. But, but how do we get it? We get it if we, if we say yes to Jesus. It says here, in him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the good news of your salvation, and believed in him. So you heard the word, like tonight you're hearing the word, and then if you believed in him, the son Jesus who he sent, it says here, if you believed in him, then you were stamped with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit as owned and protected by God. That's the end version. Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. So if you hear the word, the word of truth, and then you believe it, then you receive it, then you're stamped, then you too can come boldly to the throne. Because you have somebody that's backing you up. You have him that's interceding before the Father. Amen. And you can come like that. You can come boldly. Amen. I couldn't come boldly before before I met Jesus. I couldn't come boldly. I was a hot mess. Yeah. I was out there by myself. I had nobody interceding for me. The devil was whooping on me, killing me, taking care of me and everybody around me down. But then I heard the word of truth. I got my butt up from the last pew, walked up to the front of the road over there. I received the Holy Spirit, boom, he hit me in my chest, <laughs> filled me, and right there again, the Lord says, he's mine. Yeah. He's mine. And now I've got Jesus. Watch this, brother. Watch this. <laughs> I love it. Look at this, this situation. Everything he just described very well. Father. God the Father. Thank God set that up. Yeah. He set the whole thing up. Did you, did you, you understand? The way everything that he just awesomely described, that guy said that up. Yeah, yes. Come on. In the beginning. Yeah. That, that guy. Yeah, it's, it's mind-blowing. That guy understands on a level that we'll never understand on. These people, I created these people. These people are messed up. What I have to do is, because, now watch, I'm looking, I'm, I'm making a motive. He's telling you how I'm looking at motive. Because I forgot, listen, for, for God, God so loved the world. That's right. That he gave. This expression, loved us so much that he gave. sent this expression. Yeah. And just like he said, so this expression can stand between because we understand again. We he set this whole thing up with the family, man. I, I, it's too much. I can't keep going. But he set this whole thing up with the family. We understand what the father's supposed to be to us yes. in our house. Yes. This expression mm -hmm. said, "I got to be who I am. I must be the authority." Yeah. 
but they need help. Yeah. So I got to send this expression. And through this expression, he set up a communication system. Not only a communication system, but a spiritual sensory type of thing to where we can relate to him in such a way. That's why when you sit up in you and you worship him, you can start crying because of that sensory communicative type situation that he gave us, which is the Holy Spirit. Amen. I can feel something, per se, but I, I can feel something. I don't really know what it is, but it's something. Mm -hmm. I'll orchestrate it by that guy. Not this guy, but that guy who he's representing. Right. I'll orchestrate it by him. Yes. I'm saying him. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm in the authoritative position, but they, they, they need help. So I'm going to send him and be the perfect sacrifice and then they'll be able to communicate. He can stand between the judgment that they deserve. Yes. He can give them That's grace. That's good. That's good. For the judgment that they deserve. Yes. Say, man, listen, man. This dude orchestrated grace. Orchestrated grace through his son and through the Holy Spirit. We, 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 we get it? We understand? Amen. Amen. All right. For the sake of time. That's, That's what I got. I would want good job. <laughs> I was so much that he loved me that much and he sent him to take home. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and because of that, because we were so messed up and, and, and you know, and that's like, so now we have to tell somebody. Yeah. We Say gotta it. tell somebody about it. Amen. That day, that day, this is deep. That day that, that day when never and I told you I came up here and I was questioning what Alex asked me when I got saved. And I told you, man, you know, the way he had it, he's like, man, tell me again. And I said, man, well, I walked up, raised my hands, and I said, only if you're real. And then felt something hit me in the chest. I went down. All this, you know, felt like an ice water challenge. Yeah. And then, and then, and then he's like, uh, Adam's like, but Theo, man, he really hit you? You felt like he hit you? And I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, man, but he hit you? Like, yeah. You think it was, you think it was Jesus? Uncle Jerry, you think it was Jesus? Yeah, it was Jesus. Then I'm walking down right here. And then I was like, man, that was really you? And then I turned to yeah, of course that was you. So I walked right here. And I still questioned God one more time. And I'm sorry, God, I'm tripping, I'm So then Pastor I started worshiping, I raised my hands. It was Jesus at the center of the see. You got up. No, no, yes, I, I, I saw your shadow and you stand over me. And I kind of opened my eyes to see you right here. He walked away, he walked off. I thought you were gonna go do something else, but no, you came over here, you're speaking tongue, you put your hand, you started hitting me in the chest. I remember that. And you said, Man, I wish I was I wish somebody was telling me what I'm about to tell you. You said, God told me to tell you that when he when he hit you, it was really him. I remember that. And then and then you said, you said, Man, he's giving you something so deep, it's gonna it's, it's penetrating to your bones, to your soul, that nobody can take the Holy Spirit away from you. He said, man, nobody can never take the Holy Spirit away from anybody. That's what you said. Right. So with that, with that, with the Father, the Son, and then, you know, some people might think like, man, I wish I had that. Yes. They can't never take, if you receive the Holy Spirit, nobody can take that away from you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Grace. His grace. Let's stay here. Let's, uh, we'll do this here right now. I'm going to, uh, this is Miss Stephen, we're going to sing a song that we'll be done So listen, uh. Guys, you might not be able to hear everything. We're trying to include y'all. That's why it's so important to be in the house. Yes, it is. This is, a, this is a very 
I think that we're gonna get some stuff out of this I didn't expect to get from tonight. I don't never expect to go this good like this Amen. from the multitude of voices and, and all the input. That's one thing that, that when you hear, I can't mic up everybody, but you can get the input. So listen, but I want to pray for you now. Lord, every person that watched this via Facebook or whatever social media, media platform, Lord, let them know, young child of doubt, you love, you love so much that you, not only sent your son, but you love so much that you, you express yourself in three different ways. In order to have us completely and totally packaged. He gave us the total package. Yeah. And Lord, we love you because you, you love us so with so much detail. Yes. So much specificity, God. Yes. We love you and we thank you, God, that you care about us that much to do with that way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless y'all and we'll see y'all Sunday morning. Even stop. Uh, I want to sing one song before we go. And that's the song, uh, the song, I Feel Jesus. You know that song? Yeah. I feel Jesus. I feel Jesus. And I feel Most God, come on. Here, come on up here. Y'all split the microphone. Hold it and y'all sing it again. I sing it like that. <laughs> Everybody stand up. Let's finish. I feel Jesus. 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 Ah. Uh...